Welcome back, everybody. We missed you. We did miss you. Why did I say that like I was like a performer? Yeah, you did. It's like, hello, St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> like you some hype man. For real. I'm my own hype man. <laughs> um, we did miss you guys. We've thought about you every day for the past couple of weeks that we've been in my and I know people be saying that and you be shrugging them off like I get it yeah you thought about me but like most of our conversations have been about y'all and not us for real we, we miss y'all yeah and we didn't so, want to we really didn't want to be gone for the I think two weeks that we were gone but life was life and and we, we had are. to decide too like if we tease you guys or not like did we put out a little 10 minute episode kind of letting you know hey what's going on and we'll be back soon or do we just yeah and you, you remember know, like a couple episodes ago when I said I we don't bet. like to give people a half-ass hava? That was me. It was like, I'm not going to give you a half-ass episode because like if I were you, I would just be pissed off and probably never listen to the person again. That's because you spiteful. I'm not spiteful. I just hate when people waste my time. <laughs> but that's just, a whole set. <laughs> I just, I'm not spiteful. I just don't forgive. I just, <laughs> just don't waste my precious I just be, life. I just be remembering. That's all. Yeah. I just. But Anywho. for real, yeah, appreciate y'all patience with us. Uh, yeah, and if you're here listening this episode and you've waited the two weeks and you're back, you're a real one. No love for sure. Shout out um, to you. If it sounds different too, let us know. We're trying out something new. We'd love to see, you know, like if you can tell a difference between the last episode and this episode. Yeah. I feel like we should just like, what is it called? Like take the cat out the bag. I don't think that's right. <laughs> you know, it? honestly. <laughs> I feel like every gotta, episode we try to use some like saying and we always get it wrong. <laughs> but I need a website where all the sayings are questioned because why is there a cat? The cats don't belong <laughs> the bag. there. In bags, they don't. I was swear. the bag folded at the top? Was it stapled? Was it like who's holding the bag? And if the did cat the person was in holding the bag, the bag? We need to put the other person who put the cat in the bag in jail. Yeah, like did the person holding the cat in the bag find the cat in the bag? Right. Or did the cat the willingly want to go in the bag, or did somebody force the cat in the bag? These are wonderful questions that we should be asking. Anyway, I don't know if it's right for me to pull the cat out the bag. In, is it? <laughs> The cat mm-hmm. might not like you. You know, most cats don't want yeah, to be messed with. Your, so. It's your cat. Yeah, yeah just, in your bag. I'm allergic, <laughs> I'm allergic to cats. Yeah, that's your bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, the cat that was in the bag is that I left St. Louis, y'all. I had to go my own way. What's that? This high school musical. You know, Troy, Which one is that in? I can't tell you. I think it's the second one when they're like, they go to the pool resort and they're working there for the summer. And then Vanessa's like, this is supposed to be our summer. And then Troy was like, but money and life and opportunities. And so then she like leaves and she's like, I gotta go my own way. Because you know it's a musical. Oh, I must have skipped that scene. (laughs) You have to watch the second one. Most people would say the first one is the best one, but I kind of think the second one is the best one. No, I remember the second one, but I don't. I don't remember this. Yeah, cause bad on it, bad on it. Yeah. Nah, like that's that's when the sprinkler system was going off on the golf course. Yeah, and he looked like he was in some mountains, but really he was on tall little boulders. No, nah, I didn't like that because he was like fist pumping and running. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't yeah. like that scene at all. Yeah. So you do know he the looked, movie. So you just need to yeah. make it to the end. You probably didn't make it to the end, or like the climax. That's when they got they got scholarships at the end. 
I don't remember. I just remember oh, Vanessa left and she <laughs> came back. <laughs> hey, we'll make it to the end. Hey, did this happen at the end? Oh, I don't remember the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me too many questions. Anyways, I left St. Louis. I moved to New York, Brooklyn. But don't come find me. <laughs> you know what I just found out? What? Brooklyn and the Bronx aren't the same thing. Wesley, come on now. What? Cause, I mean, because they call Brooklyn BX, don't they? I can't. And so Bronx is like a being X, ain't no, it? No, no. <laughs> Y'all, we going to pray for him. You remember when our first episode, Wesley was asking for extra prayers? Ooh. This is why. Because I think I knew that, but I just... You know how things are stored so close together in your head that sometimes you thought they were together mm-hmm. until you unpackage them? Like, it's been unpacaged now. It's like, no, they're different. But You like, know what this is like? Moving. And Frank and Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> that too. No. For, okay, no, so yeah, you really... perfect example. You do understand. Yeah, like they're I mean, right I don't next under- to each other. I don't understand your situation, but I understand how you could get to said situation. Yeah, because it's, it's a B and an X and BX and... Yeah. Helen Keller and Frank, they both were struggling. Yeah. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have even said... Like, that's what they that's what their connection is. <laughs> they both was going through it. No, no, no. I'm not laughing with you no more. That just, no, no, no. You talked about people with excellence. So that didn't come out. My, that didn't come out my mic. You can check the audio file. That came out. Like, that came out your side. Oh my god. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. So we're doing this long distance podcast situation, and hopefully it works this, out great. We should have told nice you. We should have just seen if you guys know, like, would have known that we were long distance. But Wesley took the cat out of the bag that he said wasn't his bag or his cat so it was gonna suffocate <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we got like hey yeah, we, we gotta something. we gotta free the cat can i oh, answer a question to that you though not so- <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a i'm a no no, no 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 don't say it don't sound good and then try to move past it and the first word you say in your move pasting is wait because that sounds like stay there <laughs> We want to move. I'm free, the, a, free the nip. Free the cat. No, that might be a thing. Free the cat. No, <laughs> no, it should not be. Oh, oh I see what we're saying. Oh, I have a crib on yeah, my yeah. side. Actually, yeah, y'all, y'all should keep y'all. Keep y'all cats in the bag. Yeah, to yourself, please. Wait, is this episode called Cat in the Bag? No, this, I don't know. This now out of the bag. I am <laughs> mm-hmm. weak. Okay, what were you gonna say? I was gonna ask you, just scrolling through social media, what happened to Kevin Gates? I don't know what I happened like to Meg. A, what happened to Meg the Stallion? What do you mean? I feel like she been like she was MIA and then she came back or something. I don't know. I mean, you know the court case. Yeah, but like been there knew that. Like what? I'm confused. You know, she probably didn't want to stir nothing up, but now that but she But somebody like, said that it was like this big thing and now she's back and I'm like, when was she gone? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh yeah, like she'd been hella relevant for the last year. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I've just been like tunnel vision on krishan and Blueface. it's a damn shame <laughs> oh, they, they, what, what's up with them they were recently let me tell you let me tell you they were recently doing a uh what is it called you know when somebody goes to the club a walkthrough 
No. Like a hosting? <laughs> Walkthrough. You know, like a showing. A hosting. A like hosting, a hosting. Show, whatever. Yeah. They went to a high school, like a high school basketball game. I don't remember what high school where, but they went to a high school basketball game. There's like people using school funding right now to pay Blueface and Krishan to come to events. I guess so. The ghetto. The ghetto. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, this is why you have to seriously look at homeschooling as a as a <laughs> as a method of We must keep our children instruction. Safe. Are y'all listening to what's going on right now? It sounds like they're using taxpayer money. They somebody paid for them. Yeah, no, for sure. And like the fact but that no. they were like, yeah, let's go to a high school. And like the fact that the high schoolers know who they are, like all of it is messy. Question number two. Okay. Who gives the homeless people the cardboard and the permanent <laughs> markers? Wesley, I'm not having this conversation I'm with you. Dead serious. These How are do your, they keep your traffic thoughts? But listen, I'm driving. Okay. And I'm thinking I'm I'm looking at the first off, people don't think I'm rude when I see I, I be giving money. Mm-hmm. And I be thinking so some but sometimes I'd be thinking. Yeah. And I was look I was looking at the sign and I'm like that permanent marker was thick because you know how like you got the fine point yeah that was like, like more like, money that's than a, the thin one that's a good <laughs> permanent mark i'm like bro where you get that mark but i'm looking at like <laughs> i'm just thinking i'm like yo where are they getting these markers and why don't they give them more than markers <laughs> no so the cardboard you can give them anywhere obviously the marker maybe they take the three four dollars to go buy a marker and the marker lessens you know a while i don't know you're asking no the wrong way. person you have three dollars i mean maybe that's an investment for sure but i don't i, I just that was that just is an I investment if you only have three dollars and you're like okay let me get a marker so i can ask for more money i feel like that's a a worthy investment it's a i when i used to work at a pool at at southeast missouri state there was a dude who was homeless but he had enough he would gather enough money to pay for a gym membership so that he could always have a place to shower and like yeah work out. And i was you like you gotta no, think full circle for sure you, but yeah, that that was just my other thought. Is do you where you think they get the permanent marker, or do they? I share mean, to it? be honest, you could get a permanent marker from the dollar store. That's now the dollar twenty five store, whatever you want to call it. So like, same situation. Like you are not really spending that much money. You know what's crazy? What? Have you ever seen a homeless person around a dollar store? No, because <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't. They want quality. You know, somebody will give them it, something. They probably want quality. I feel like this conversation is like, it's going to give us bad karma. I don't want bad karma. <laughs> I think we should move on. For sure. I need, I need good energy. I literally said this right before I left. I said, I'm not talking about nobody no more because I need good energy. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I talked about people the whole day. But I'm trying to do better. You see, I, I see myself doing it and I stop. I see. How has your day been today? My day has been fine. I've just been at home doing some work type <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. I asked Hava the other day. She had been, she moved, when did you move? You moved on Sunday, last Sunday. Yeah, I moved last Sunday. So it was probably like Wednesday or Thursday. I texted Hava and I was just like, oh no, I texted Hava Saturday. I was yesterday. I was like, it's been a week or you've been, I asked her, I was like, how does waking up in New York feel? <laughs> it's been about a week. She said, I still be tired. <laughs> because <laughs> because you know how people like they move to new places or they start a new thing and then mm. somebody's like how are you and they're like it's life-changing yeah, I'm, you know great. What I'm, I'm like you in brooklyn you sleeping good it's a different type of sign she's like yeah oh, no I still wake my response is i still be tired because <laughs> at the end of the day i still be tired like 
And I think the day he asked me that, I had, like, I think I went to the grocery store. I don't know. Somebody, oh, I was telling her sister Nala about how the moving process was going. And I would give her, like, two bad things and a good thing. And then two more bad things and then a good thing. And then maybe two good things and one bad thing. And she was like, I'm really happy and proud of you that you're doing a balance of explaining your past couple of days. Because if it was just me, I would just talk about all the negative stuff. And I was like, no, this is me actively trying to be like balanced (laughs) because a lot went wrong. But I also was trying to be, you know, count your blessings or whatever. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do you believe it? No, I believe I feel like it's one of those things. It's like Atomic Habits. Have you heard of that book? I have. So it's like you get up and you do one thing every day until it becomes a habit and then it becomes your lifestyle because you've just like tricked your brain into thinking that that's what you're doing. So I'm thinking like, okay, if I focus on my blessings and I do like at least a balance, then one day I'll just actually only talk about the good stuff or actually be balanced. It's like you can't Mm. be embarrassed unless you're embarrassed, you know? That's what they say. (laughs) I'm tired. I'm so sick of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think i said it to I somebody do. else i think i said it to like dame or something she was like who was they <laughs> who was them i'm hella weak that's a good that's a good question Damo. yeah anyways how was you, how's your week been or how's your day it's been good i feel like this was the first week i wasn't moving in um i've been moving in for the past two months so i'm you know still figuring things out but this week was a really good like it was, you know, good weather all week. I was working from home. I went in on Friday. I hadn't been in the office in like a, maybe a month, couple weeks. So it was a nice, you know, change of scenery. I went and saw the Mario movie this week, which is... Mario. 3D movies have come such a long way. Like, do you remember when... Why you look confused? You know Mario, like, in Luigi? You That's like, you went to the movie theaters to see Mario. Yeah, me and Solomon went. Oh, okay, okay. And that so, makes sense. <laughs> uh, oh, I just said, yeah, me and Solomon went to, to go see um, the Mario movie. And I was really shocked at how 3D movies have come. Because do you remember like the little red and blue glasses? Yeah. Dim glasses weren't nothing. Yeah, no. Like these, they were... these, little, these new glasses now, it's like, oh, before I used to be able to watch a 3D movie and take the glasses off and still watch. Now the movie all like blurry and weird. Yeah. You got to put the 3D glasses on to watch it. Yeah. But it, it it's a good it's it was an interesting movie. But yeah, no, the week's been solid. I, uh, I'm in a little volleyball league, sand volleyball. Now that it's getting warm outside. The sand was pretty cold this week. It was like fifty where is the, the day sand? we played. Which huh? Where On the ground? You, no, where are you playing sand volleyball? <laughs> Beach volleyball. I know beaches. It's a place down the street in uh called Wave Taco. And Wave so it's like Taco? A, it's really like a bar and for yeah it's a bar imagine like a wooden bar and then four volleyball courts and it's like at the end of the volleyball courts it's pretty dope mm. so we okay. go play volleyball on thursdays so it's been nice it was a good good active week i'm back active it's, it's warm outside so you know my hibernation starting to end i think that's <laughs> why i'm really anxious be in hibernation too <laughs> no for if y'all know me you know i'm from about october until april yeah i'm in the house um so I'm anxious because I've been, you know, coming out the house a little more. But it's like, okay, you know, you're probably anxious because you give your you you put yourself in hiatus and then you come out and you're like, oh, my God, life again. (laughs) That's who probably a little bit. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, what's going on? It's bright outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's been dark and now it's bright. <laughs> um, anywho, we just wanted to give you a little update on our lives and why we've been gone for the past two weeks. And we're happy to be back. But now we're going to get into the episode. And this week's episode is about identity and confidence. So, Kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. So, Wesley, a couple months or a year ago, how would you identify yourself? Like if somebody said, who are you? What would you say? I, I mean, I definitely would have started by saying like, <clears throat> I'm a spiritual being, have a human existence. Like that's that's kind of, <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's the blanket answer. It's like, yeah. I am, yeah, a being who has a body using earth. Yeah. Kind of, but like, now it might be a, way more easier to say, like, I would just say I'm comedic. But, yeah, I think right, what's interesting between now and say like a year ago is my relationship to the classroom. I feel like I was still close. What classroom? Oh, like school? Like, Yeah, like to have. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm not too far away from grad school. Like it's still like I've been out of grad school just as long as I was in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of thinking about, okay, what do I do next? Go into school, go back to work or, you know, kind of. And now it's like, all right, I'm a year into work. And yeah, th- I, I don't want to say things feel more solid, more set, but yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does. I feel like identity is hard because i feel like naturally because of our society a lot of people identify by the things that they do rather than who they feel they are you know their inner self and i feel like for me if somebody were to ask me a couple months ago even like you could go years back but you can even go back a couple months ago i would say like oh i am a student athlete i go to this school i'm a film student like la 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 whatever And even when I got out of school, I was still identifying as, oh, I'm a recent graduate. But because of like societal Mm. pressure, I guess, I feel like now I'm in that weird space where I'm like not a recent grad because it's almost been a year. And I can't identify with recent grad, student athlete, film student, just got out of school because now it's almost been a year. So now I, I feel like if somebody were to ask me, I get anxiety because I don't know how to answer. And I feel like this is the first time. It's a good thing because I think you need to learn yourself, but I feel like it's the first time in my life where I haven't had an answer or something figured out. So it's kind of been weird. You you type in your predictive text and give you no suggestions. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, like, what what am I? And it's just nothing. No, it really is. It's weird because it's like when you're out of school, just out of school, you can say like, if you're applying for jobs or talking to people, you can say, oh, I'm, I just got out of school, whatever. That means like you have room to figure out whatever you're doing. Like when somebody says, oh, I just got out of school, that's like the, the conversation ends there. But when you're a year out and somebody asks you and you're like, oh, I just got out of school. And they're like, oh, when? And you're like, last See, May. It's like, I'm wait, not gonna what? Lie. I feel like that's still a part of the, that's like the societal school classroom pressure. Because even what you say, it's like it's about a year away. But like, that's kind of how we used to think in school. You think in terms of like either quarters, semesters, or years, depending on your age to school. Whereas like, my last job and even this job, like my manager tells us all the time, like, hey, until you've been here for like two or three years, like, 
you can always just say you're new on the phone and they'll give you a little bit of grace. It's like, you know, hey, like I'm still new. Like, you know how old Earth is? Yeah. Like, but all of this is still new. I think sometimes we just kind of like, you know, I think it's definitely different for, that. for my industry, too, because, you know, a more traditional industry, somebody can go into whatever and they can say, oh, I'm this. And they're going to be that until they choose to leave. But when you get into the film industry, it's like a lot of your work is freelance. So like you can actually be a director, but your day to day can be something different or you're on a film set, but you're not doing that job. So today I could be a cinematographer. Next week I could be doing BTS. The following week I could be a director. So it's kind of like I feel like I per like I didn't purposely choose a confusing space, but I also did because I'm like passionate about it or whatever. But I think in terms of if you're speaking about yourself in terms of identity based upon what you do, my answer has always been is going to be confusing. See, what's interesting about that is I feel like I've always my uneasiness or hesitance, whatever it might be to such a question has always more so been I've never really what I do has never really been. Well, I guess not what I do, but what I've been paid for has never really been like who I am. Right. Right. Like I like that's why I someone's like, oh, what do you like? Someone's like, what do you do for work? And then I'll say like, oh, I'm a stockbroker. But someone's like, oh, what do you do? I wouldn't really define myself as a stockbroker. Well, that's what I'm saying. All of it is like relative, I guess. No, for sure. No, I'm saying like where people's, you know, for some people, like it was kind of even almost sounding like you a little bit were even saying, you know, like, hey, I, you know, you can get a little anxious if it's not like, oh, I'm a student athlete. It's like, what am I doing? So I can say something versus for me, it's always like, I have my answer, but my answer doesn't match what I'm doing. And my anxiety is like, what I do doesn't match me. Yeah. Right. Versus and like, that's, I don't I, have something to do. I'd be mad when the doing doesn't match versus. Well, no, I think it's needing. a combination of that for me. It's like, even if I was working in the film industry, I still would have anxiety at the fact that I'm not doing what I vocalized. I said I was going to do. And yes, it's a journey. I'm going to get there when I get there. But like right now, I'm not working in film at the moment. But even if I was and I was doing like cinematography or whatever, that still doesn't feel like me, like what you're saying, you know? So like how you're saying, oh, you're a stockbroker and yes, it could it could fit into a long-term picture or identity in quotes or whatever. It's still not what you see for yourself as a whole. And I feel like that's what makes it difficult for yourself because like they say you have a life to live, a whole experience and a journey to experience. But then they turn around and say, life is short. YOLO live every day to the capacity that you can so that you don't have any regrets and it's like those two things going together I feel like put anxiety and pressure on a person by itself because it's like I have so much life to live but I also am not where I should be like it doesn't even make any sense you know what quiet is kept I don't think that's mentioned enough that like our parents did not have to deal i mean they they varied it in different ways so this isn't saying like y'all didn't deal with nothing or older people didn't deal with anything of course i just have to preface that sometimes like i don't know i don't be knowing who's listening right but, yeah, preface yeah everything. Like if, you, if, if you if you think like that stop listening like that right. <laughs> but uh like the amount of stimulus that we have to deal with from our cell phones and our watches oh, yeah. and like advertising today is not what it was then so like no because i'd be thinking like how you just said that those that second line of 
messages like the the yolos and the, the those i feel like the pre t- the pre 2000s advertising you almost have you just got to take it with a grain like even the, the before but it's just it's just different now it's like whatever they advertised before they're now like nah we need to switch that up and i'm like nah i'm gonna probably stay with that one yeah i mean i feel like it was almost better to live in the time of our parents or before because the social media wasn't really a thing and so you really could be only focused on yourself whereas like now for us it's i think that social media has its pros and cons like i was saying last couple episodes or whatever social media is a huge part of me as a creative person trying to find inspiration or trying to collaborate with people trying to network but then on the flip side i feel like that is what's the root of a lot of my anxiety is having the pressure of seeing other people especially the people you go you go to school with or the people you see every day or the people you left in high school that expect you to be where you said you were going to be and you're not like i feel like that whole thing is kind of like even though people say oh i'm not really paid attention to people on social media you always feel like you have eyes on you even though people really aren't looking at you like they just clicking through your story you know but still it feels that way no for sure you feel like but i i i think that's important right it's not just solely like oh that's vain don't care what people think if you know that you're supposed to have you know uh an effect in a great one on the world whether that's via local or global whatever it's going to be you also should respect or like consider that people are going to have an expectation of you too you oh, know for I mean? sure. Yeah. Because that's yeah. a part of the responsibility of it. Like, it's not right. just, oh, Hava's going to surprise us with work. It's like, no, no, no. Hava's going to, like, we're going to be putting pressure on Hava for the work to be what it should be, too, type of deal. Right. So. Yeah. And I think another thing is, like, I know that I chose a space where eyes are constantly on you. So for me, it's just trying to navigate it and find comfort and a balance in it because in my head it's never going to go away you know there are other people who can say like oh i'm just going to delete social media i'm just going to be kumbaya in the forest you know like but for me my happiness is in an industry that is so tied to everybody watching you so it's kind Mm. of like it's an uncomfortable feeling because i get anxiety from it sometimes but i also am like in my head when i have the anxiety i'm like girl you better tough it up like this is this is life like this is how it's gonna be so i feel like i'm going back and forth like coaching myself through every moment <laughs> no that's what you got to do the whole life coach movement has you know sprung up in the last 10 years because you do need that more than ever now it's like yo can i just like you need somebody to just yeah, coaches like that helps yeah you, for you sure that. but i definitely uh yeah i'm kind of I'm working on, I want to say it's like similar but different because I feel like what I need to do requires me to start writing more. And yeah. I'm, the last, I, so all throughout high school, I, I would still write on notebook. I mean, I have my little steno pad in front of me. I loved, I used to always write on paper. But then in college, it was just so much easier for like a three, four, five hour lecture to just type on my computer or my phone. So right. now I'm so used to typing notes on my phone. And then, of course, you have all these different things on my phone. So now my phone is always on. But then there, you know, I have so many do not disturb settings that it's like I might as well not have this phone on. So I've right. actually been I've been looking at they have some phones that like tether where you can buy a phone and then connect it to your phone. So like I could leave my smartphone at home 
and then when I go to the library or go to like a coffee shop to just read and write my phone, the thing that I brought only has the ability to like call and text that way. Like the distractions, just different things. There's so many, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I was just, you know, scrolling while I was going to bed this week. There are so many like anti tech minimalist type technology devices now. It's yeah. Almost, yeah. It's interesting. Like, Oh, let's use tech to cancel out tech. It's like, huh? Right. Um, so I want to ask you, how do you feel like for you, your confidence plays in to your identity or vice, vice versa? <laughs> oh, I think those things are huge. Like they honestly go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, like if I'm keeping it on me personally, I want to say like, probably when I was like 20 years old, that was the first time I would say like, things started to change for me as far as like being confident in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, this is more unknowingly though, but like, yeah, I don't know when I got, when I was in growing up, like I was confident cause you're just around your family. Like I, for me, that was like all I knew. Like there was no, there was no like, I don't know. Our family was great. So it just seemed like, you know, we're great. Yeah. Uh, going to even going to college, it kind of felt the same way, but College was more about like my ego than anything. So yeah. I, I wouldn't say it wasn't like it wasn't fake, but it wasn't like all real either. It was like just an experiment of sorts. And so like I want to say 2019 was really the first time I had like sat down and asked myself, like, do I know? Do I feel like I know who I am now? Not like who I was growing up. Yeah. Who people think I am. Like, who do I feel like I am? And do I think I am who I think like I say I am type of deal? Right. And that was when asking those questions also showed me like, hey, I don't necessarily know who I am. I don't think I know myself well enough to answer such a question. Yeah. And so, you know, then that's when I went through my whole like discovery of like, well, let me sit down and read. Because when I asked a lot of questions, if I had an answer, I would ask myself like, is this an answer I thought of myself or is this an answer somebody told me or like, where did I get this answer from? And then you just, you know, it took after about a, a week or so, I was like, yo. Half the things I think about myself were things that like you were told or I miscalculated as a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if as a kid, I'm sitting in a classroom and you say, all right, class, we're going to do this. Every time you say we, I think all of us right. at some point, the we in the lesson and the we that you were saying, you know, they uh, they disjoin. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I didn't see any of that. Like when they're like, oh, stay in a child's place. I was really a child, y'all. So like. <laughs> I wasn't. No, like, uh, no, to say something funny, when I was like, I want to say I found out parents, like, our parents could use the bathroom at like eight, seven or eight. Like, before that, my parents had a bathroom in their room. So I never saw them use, like, the hallway bathroom. So I just, like, assumed parents didn't use the bathroom. Like, that's, I was a child. <laughs> like me when I asked if the neighbor's grass grew. <laughs> does, the, does the neighbor's grass grow? Because our neighbor kept that grass cut. <laughs> I was like, does his grass ever grow, y'all? Like, <laughs> is he on no, some future like, shit? To, for sure, to go back to it, like, confidence and identity go one in one. Because if you don't know who you are, how can... How can you have confidence? For me, it's like... Yeah, like what foundation do you stand on? Right. I feel like for me, it's been really interesting because I feel like the more the more confidence I have, the less I am showing, I feel like. 
So right now, if you look at my social media, I probably look very confident in what I'm doing. Whereas in the day to day, I feel very like insecure and like not very stable and stable in terms of what I know, what I'm doing and where I'm going. But like if you looked at my social media like a year ago, I wasn't even on it. Like people probably thought I was just like frolicking through the fields lost. Whereas now my social media looks like I'm together. So I feel like in terms of like if somebody's looking out from in and they see confidence, I'm probably not as confident in real life. (laughs) But if I'm like super confident, I like am just kind of like, I guess I'm on my grind. Like I've just, I just kinda go MIA. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny because I feel like a lot of people, like for instance, I've been really on my posting my workouts and stuff. And like, I am confident in my workouts and what I do and whatnot. But I feel like so many people are like, oh my God, you do this. And like people have voiced to us that we're like super confident for doing this podcast. Whereas like, for me personally, I'm just going through the flow. Like I'm just doing whatever. Like I'm just, (laughs) I'm like, okay, y'all do this. Whereas like, in my head, it's not really showing. For me, it's not confidence. I'm just like bored and like, oh yeah, I'll do podcasts. Like, <laughs> so. Nah, this is definitely. I mean, I say all the time, like this is this whole talking on a microphone thing. It's different. This for, for, him, sure, for is, sure It is. Is that's totally like for me. That's all real. Like this is like. Yeah, this microphone is public, and I'm not a very public person. Yeah, this is my social media. For Wesley. <laughs> if you started following me this year. And you started following me in 2013. You have seen the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> my, it's it's one or two posts. Those posts stay there. Like I don't rotate it. My whole relationship with public is complicated. So like this is a, but this is also very interesting because in that process of like just growing confident for me, also has to deal with like really shutting out what other people think. Right and. I can totally be honest to say like what people think for sure has mattered to me has been a significant part of my life. I think that's just who I am as like a spiritual being. Yeah. But to what extent it has effect on me or I consider it, I think is I definitely am am beginning to, you know, curb a bit. Yeah. Yeah. When I look at this microphone, this microphone is like all, um, it's new for him. He's actively leaning into it and becoming more confident as he does it. What's interesting is like, because I don't think I talk reckless if you know how to listen. Yeah. But I don't know that people know how to listen. And when people don't know how to listen, I'm not the best at conveying what I said a different way. Yeah. So then at that point, it's like, okay, now there's smoke and... I'm not a good cleanup. Yeah. Like the way I'm going to clean it up is by saying it again. So yeah. like <laughs> it, it's one of those like, all right, hey, you got to be careful now because when if it's. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like for <laughs> me, I've always been in a space where I've been in front of a camera or had to speak publicly or like on a mic and like listen back to myself. She, she grew up with a stage in her room. y'all. Yeah. So like. And a wall of mirrors. I guess to the out the outside world, it does look like confidence because a lot of people don't have confidence to do the things that I do. But for me, it doesn't feel confident because it's something that I'm used to. And it's not something, I don't know how to describe it. It's not that it's not genuine to me because it is. 
It just wasn't something that I thought was in my path and my plan. And like, it adds an addition to my week. I love doing it, but it's not like, I guess for in terms of the podcast specifically, I, you can't see a finish line with it or like the tunnel mm-hmm. is not long enough for me to see what, what we're doing. Wesley and I kind of just picked it up and was like, yeah, let's do this. And I feel like a lot of people look at my podcast or podcast on terms of my social media and they see me working out and they see the podcast and they see this and they're like, she's got it all together. Whereas like on my day to day real life, I'm really not doing that much. And then I feel insecure that I'm not doing that much and I'm not doing I'm involved in things, but it's not the things that I saw myself being involved in. So I feel like that's the lack of confidence where it's coming from, I guess. Do you know why it looks like that? Like, why is, why does this picture not looking like what you pictured matter? I think that it's not necessarily, I think it's my perspective on how I'm looking at the picture. Because if I actually think about the things that I show in my life, I was recently just working on a short film, showed that, have been working out consistently, show that, have been doing this podcast. Like, I look like I'm on my grind, but I feel like I put focus on the things that I'm not doing and not having a perspective on my life as a whole, which is so crazy because I literally said this in my graduation speech, is like what's adding insecurity to me or like my, my life right now. But that's why I moved. Cause I'm like, you know what? You need a new place. You need to just new environment, new people. And I'm like not a person mm. to stay in one place for too long. Like after two or three years, I'm like, okay, I gotta go. <laughs> as long as you're not moving because of something about yourself. You know what I mean? Everywhere you go, there you are. So like, it's gonna be in New it's York It's not too, a me thing. It's just like, I get bored. That's why I chose the film industry and that's why i specifically want to do limited series because you're not doing anything for too long like feature films they can take years to film television is a little bit too fast limited series is Mm. like the happy medium you want it for a couple months maybe a year whatever and then you go to a new project but the film industry in general you're never waking up and doing the same thing and i can't like i'm too impulsive of a person to just sit there and live in the same space do the same thing like groundhog day is like actually terrifying for me so i like that movie that movie is that's scary. denzel washington that is a horror film <laughs> that's denzel washington right i'm talking about the one with the uh it does not have a black that's, man in it let me look at the movie because i haven't even i told you it's a horror film i don't even like that movie that's the one with the weather yeah Yeah, anyways. Um, Wait, what'd you, what's the name of it? Groundhog Day. I'm looking it up. Never mind. What I'm thinking about is Groundhog Day is about weather? Yeah, it's a weatherman. And you have to see the groundhog and then it changes to spring or whatever. It's like an actual day in life. And they made a movie off of it. Because until he can figure out his life, he lives the same day over and over again. Wesley don't know nothing about movies. We need to stop talking about them, to be honest. Nah, that sounds like limbo. Limbo. That is really what it is. But like, that's what my confidence. That's what I feel like. That's where confidence goes when you don't have it. It's like it's in limbo. It's floating. It's like some days you remember, like, oh, I used to have that, like that, and you yeah. feel like that. Then other days. Well, that's actually a good point to bring up because I remember us talking a while ago 
And I mentioned how confidence is like, it fluctuates. I feel like my confidence fluctuates on the day, but it also fluctuates in what you're doing. Because like... Well, what you said with boredom matters. I think that that's very evident. And someone's told me that recently in my life. Like when I start something new, I'm very excited. Yeah. I enjoy it. When I'm three years in and I can't find the new in it. Yeah. Which is a me thing more than a it thing. But like, yeah, if I can't find the new, yeah, it's gonna... Yeah, you have to, you have to figure out a different, whoa, stutter, a different solution. So for me, sorry guys, that was Draco. Um, (laughs) For me, I mean, I never wanted to be home long-term anyways, but I ended up being home a lot longer than I anticipated because of injuries and whatnot. But by the time that I left, I kind of, it was scary for me because I had gotten to a point where I didn't want to be there, but I didn't want to leave. And so it was like, I was getting comfortable and settling, even though I knew that I didn't want to wake up and do the same things that I was doing, but I was comfortable. Y'all got to get out so, of them type relationships too. Y'all in some of them relationships with people and not geographic locations, <laughs> y'all should figure something out. <laughs> no, for real. And so it took a push. Everything definitely happened very quickly, but it took a push. This has nothing no, to do with what thing. we were talking about, but um, anywho, I'm interested to see what you guys think about identity and confidence and if when somebody asks you who you are, if you identify with what you're doing rather than who you are inside or how you view yourself. How about yourself. this? I mean, even keeping it simple, like Hava, do you, would you say you know who you are today? Like if, if somebody asks you like, how well do you know who you are on a scale of like, you know, yeah, zero to 100% where your bar at right now? I feel like I know myself like 75%. I feel like you're always in a space to learn who you are as a person and what you like because how do you know what you like if you haven't experienced it? But for sure, I feel like I'm very solid in my morals. I'm solid in the people that I choose to be around. Um, it might be it might be taken for granted. So I'm going to ask you, why are morals like where do morals and confidence like why do those go together? For me, morals and confidence go together because I feel like morals are like. um non-negotiables is that what you call non-negotiables yeah and so if you don't want to negotiate about them right yeah no i know i'm saying i that's i know that's what it means you're so no no no, i'm with you (laughs) so i feel like Mm -hmm. if those are your morals and you stand by those then it's like if somebody who doesn't agree in those same things it's going to manifest in smaller issues that root to that moral thing does that make sense it does. Gotcha. So for yeah, me, yeah, yeah. it's like I like I don't really like to get in morals too deep because like, for instance, if you talk about religion or race or whatever, it can get very, you know, political and whatnot. But like if I believe that's why you just got to start there. Right. But like if I believe this guy is blue and you like know this guy is yellow and like then later on, we talk about nature and whatnot and the nature is not lining up the way that we see it. It's because this guy you think this guy is blue and I think the sky is blue and you think the sky is yellow. You get what I'm saying? Like those smaller things trickle down to a bigger umbrella moral that we're just not aligning on. And it doesn't matter what you try to change. Those things need to be aligned. So I feel like if you have confidence in your morals, you have a stronger 
understanding of who you are and a stronger understanding of the people that you get along with and you don't get along with. Amen. I got you. Yeah. And a woman. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. And a woman. <laughs> That's so funny to me. What are your thoughts? Do you agree the same? Or do you think the same? Agree the same. That was like some double <laughs> yeah, psychology. That's a question. <laughs> I swear. What? Like, you, you paid for that session. Do you agree? Are you a different beast and the same animal? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I would say, like, they... For me, it's almost, it, it would be the same as like, you ever ask somebody, oh, what kind of music do you listen to? And they're like, oh, you know, top 40, whatever's on the radio. Instantly scared. Yeah, whatever's like, on the radio. You don't, like, you don't control the vibration. Like, you don't, you yeah, don't control it's a what vibe. you hear. You know what I'm saying? Literally, so, like, said for it, someone, it's a vibe. It, that's two chains. It's her, too. It's a vibe. That's her. But I know, I'm just letting you know, two chains said it. <sighs> Wesley, we always you know do this. Go ahead. No, you be doing it. No, I just no, said no, what I you, said, and then you wanted, you had an issue with what I said. Because what I said, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, baby girl, go. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, you, you be hating. Um, shout out 2 Chains and Janae. <laughs> shout out Janae and 2 Chains. As if they're <laughs> listening to this. You don't know. This we is just true. said we don't know. This is true. See, that's your confidence. I think. Oh, my God. Come on, man. Finish your <laughs> sentence. But, but no, like if they're, uh, you know, if you're. If you don't have any morals, then like, yeah, you're wavering. So like, yeah, I would say, yeah, confidence then therefore has to, you know, waver and be fickle as well. Not to mean that if you have morals too, like you can't, but I think you're, you're just a more solid person. Yeah. But it yeah. also like, I feel like you, if you waver, that's okay with, if you're with somebody who, or like if you're talking to a friend, significant other, whatever, that also wavers. Or is okay with you wavering. But like if there are certain people, like if you're if you're an S and I'm an I and we try to make a sentence and it don't work, like it just don't work. That's not a good example, but you get what I'm saying. Hava, (laughs) you have me so weak right now. (laughs) I was gonna say, you know what, to keep it simple, I think morality, that's a heart thing. Yeah. And confidence to me, confidence is also very much a heart thing. Like it's not a head, it's not a look. It's a heart thing. So, yeah. like, if you have, you know, you got heart problems, you got heart problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got heart problems. No, no, no. But, <laughs> oh, my goodness. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I wasn't talking about. Oh, okay. I was. You were. I mean, I was. Right. It's okay. Continue. <laughs> That's what would be wrong with people. Remember how I said, like, I'm not good at talking to people who don't know how to listen well. No, no, no. You're not good I was, at talking to You know what I'm saying? When I be talking about the. Joke. I was clearly talking about the metaphor. I won't fight you there. <laughs> if you can't take a joke, I am not the person for no, you. No, because Wesley stay joking. And it's hard to tell. You know what? I actually know. Now now, now we're moving on to just play. If you can't take a joke, this there should be some type of. The episode. It, there should be some. It do. That's why I said we're moving on a little bit. There should be some type of like sign or like emblem or symbol that you wear that says, I don't take jokes. Because like, why would somebody just come up to you like yeah and then it's awkward for everybody that's your attitude suck yeah. <laughs> what yeah but no yeah i uh it's a long break i probably tell some <laughs> go ahead <laughs> why don't you let me feel my thoughts sometimes because we have people listening they've got crickets in their ear 
Go ahead. No, nah, they was probably, you think they. Yeah. I think that they were like. The word is, the word of the day is annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd probably. Can you hear that? I can hear a dog. It's not Draco. Wesley lived next to dogs, y'all. My neighbor's dog. Like, they're in a window. or th- It's okay. I'm going to start that over. It's sounding like the dog is letting us know we've run out of time. Anywho, um, I really hope that you guys had a great couple of weeks and that you kind of missed us on your drives or your walks or whenever you listen to us. Because if you miss us, that means that it was mutual and you like listening yeah. to us. <laughs> But crazy and my phone is about to die so it's weird how all this works we certainly love you and we hope to yeah you know we hope we'll to back. what <laughs> i'm like well i was gonna say we hope that you uh you know you, you come back next week but if you listen now you already yeah, back, so we like, hope that you're excited that we're back and we're gonna continue giving you guys good episodes good we topic back. we back yeah um and we love you and we'll see you next week deuces bye